Editorial Barnabas, The Son of Encouragement, Part 3, by Anthony R. Kent. Anthony R. Kent is the General Conference Associate Ministerial Secretary. Barnabas, the son of encouragement, is known for his deeds, encouraging people. He rarely speaks. When the Bible does record a speech or a conversation of his, it's time to pay attention because those words must be important. We have only two recorded speeches of Barnabas. Acts chapter 13, verses 46 through 47, and chapter 14, verses 15 through 17. And each is in unison with Paul. During the first missionary journey, Barnabas and Paul travelled to Lystra. Notice these eight literary, thematic and theological similarities between Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 23, the record of their visit to Lystra, and the three angels' messages of Revelation, chapter 14, verses 6 through 13. 1. The Good News The Gospel is emphasised in both passages, specifically in Acts, chapter 14, verse 7, 15, and 21, which links them with that pivotal phrase of Revelation, chapter 14, verse 6, quote, The Everlasting Gospel, end quote. 2. Proclaim it loudly. Each time Barnabas and Paul speak in Acts chapter 14, verse 8 and 14, they are speaking with loud voices. Except for word order, the Greek is identical in Acts chapter 14, verse 8 and Revelation chapter 14, verse 7. It literally means megaphono. 3. Warning against vain gods. When the people of Lystra equated Barnabas with Zeus and Paul with Hermes, the apostles were outraged. Barnabas and Paul called these false gods useless. In Revelation chapter 14, verse 8, Babylon, which literally means gateway to the gods, or more accurately, gateway to the false gods, is described as fallen and consequently broken. Babylon similarly promotes false and useless worship. 4. Turn from worshipping falsehoods like Zeus, Hermes and Babylon. Barnabas and Paul plead with their audience in Lystra, saying, quote, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men, of like nature with you, and we bring you good news, that you should turn from these vain things to a living God. End quote. The apostles are calling the people of Lystra to repent and turn from false worship. This, too, is the message of the three angels, to turn from Babylon, repent and prepare for the judgment. 5. Both Acts chapter 14 verses 8 through 23 and Revelation chapter 14 verses 6 through 13 quote Exodus chapter 20 verse 11. Barnabas and Paul, as well as the three angels, beg their respective audiences to worship the living God, the true God, by quoting Exodus chapter 20, verse 11. Quote, Who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them? End quote. This quotation by Barnabas and Paul in Acts chapter 14, verse 15, and the three angels in Revelation chapter 14, verse 7, is important. These words were originally written by God's finger in stone. Barnabas and Paul, as well as those who proclaimed the three angels' messages, 
recognized that the very identity of God and his creative powers are seen through the lens of the Sabbath. And this is how the living God, the creator of the universe, would like to be known by all people. 6. The Foundational Issue of Worship In Lystra, decorated oxen are presented for sacrificial worship to the gods. In contrast, Barnabas and Paul enlighten the people of Lystra with the truth that the Creator God is a loving God who provides, quote, rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with foods and gladness, end quote. This is the God whom the people of Lystra are invited to worship. In Revelation chapter 14, verses 6 through 7, there is a similar emphasis on worship. Hearers are invited to worship the God of the everlasting gospel. 7. International Mission In Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 23, Barnabas and Paul are visiting and proclaiming the gospel in far-flung Lystra a city that speaks a foreign language, has a pagan priest and temple, and no synagogue. Their mission in Lystra is the embodiment of Revelation chapter 14, verse 6, where the everlasting gospel is to be proclaimed, quote, to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people, end quote. 8. Discipleship When Barnabas and Paul visited Lystra and other cities, their major goal was to establish disciples. They were successful. Timothy and other disciples came from Lystra. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders to strengthen the disciples. The apostles suffered persecution, not for the sake of temporary converts, but for lifelong dedicated disciples. This is the essential point in Revelation chapter 14, verses 6-13. through 13. Disciples immersed in the everlasting gospel who have endurance and, quote, keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus, end quote. When Barnabas and Paul spoke in Lystra, they lovingly and courageously contextualized the three angels' messages. Today, the ministry of Barnabas continues to encourage us. Will you speak like Barnabas and Paul, sharing the everlasting gospel wherever the Lord leads you? For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for elders and church leaders, please visit eldersdigest.org.